Hello, and welcome to Getting the Best Results Podcast, where each week we talk about shortcuts and techniques that will help you get the best results in life and business. It's all about learning a new method or approach, or possibly an insight or an idea that will contribute to your life in a positive way. I'm your host, Cheryl Jones. I'm an author, facilitator, and professional speaker. My focus is on helping individuals and small businesses break through their common thinking to create bigger, bolder, and better results. You can learn more about me at simplythebestresults.com, where you will also find lots of resources to help you break through. Now, let's get on with this week's show. If you're like me and you know you should attend networking events to help develop business relationships but would rather clean toilets than connect with people who don't seem to be interested in you or don't want to be bothered, then this show is for you. Networking is something we all should do and can pay great big dividends when you do it right. But to be honest, I don't really enjoy it anymore. You know, I used to be a networking queen. I attended all kinds of events just to meet people who might eventually become clients or build new relationships. And I was great with referrals. But, you know, as I started bringing more clients on, I had less time to attend those events. And frankly, I just stopped going. And now I'm at this point where I don't feel confident networking anymore. So I've invited my very, very dear friend, Patty Danucci, who's an expert on the subject of networking, to come and share her wisdom with us today. So let me tell you a little bit more about Patty. Patty Danucci believes it's not how many people you know or talk to, it's the quality of your conversation and connections. And she's so right. She is the author of the award-winning success guide, The Intentional Networker, Attracting Powerful Relationships, Referrals, and Results in Business. As well as she's a speaker, a workshop facilitator, and a consultant. Organizations like Microsoft, Rodan Field, HEB, MGM Resorts, Hewlett-Packard, and the Texas Conference for Women, and of course many others, have invited uh, Patty to come and help their teams and their event participants learn how to attract, experience, and enjoy more meaningful conversations and rewarding connections. So I'd like for you all to welcome Patty, and I will welcome you too, Patty. Thank you for joining us for the podcast today. Oh, what a joy. What a delight to be invited to do this with you. Thank you for asking me. Well, I am, I'm so pleased you said yes, because I'm really looking forward to our conversation, because it really is true. I used to network like crazy, and I had no problem with it, and I would go to chamber events, and that, this event, and that event, and that professional association event, and now I just feel awkward walking in there. I don't know anybody, and, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, so... Yeah. I don't do it anymore, and I hate that. And I figure that I am not alone in the world. And, in fact, I think that's a term that most of us are familiar with and know we should do, but maybe we should talk about what it really is, you know, like how you define it. How would you define well, I it? Want to back, well, I want to back up just for a second up? and say, yeah, just for a second and say that when you said you used to enjoy it and now you don't or you've gotten busy, um, First of all, I just want to say that is very normal. I've, I'm going through it too. It's very, it's normal because you and I are going through it. That's, that's what really, you know, actually there are a lot of people that I hear talking about that. And I think networking is cyclical. I think we get to a point mm. where we become more discerning 
which is part of what the intentional networker is about, and we'll talk about that. But I also think um, not only do we go through seasons of networking, but we also don't have the same amount of energy and time and or money because it can get really expensive. Um, And I think you get to the point where it's just too much. So to answer your original question to me was just the networking term. Was was that what the question was? Or was there some? Tell me how would you define it? Because I I think people think it's glad handing, you know, going and shaking, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. I know it's not. The word networking, I'm not fond of that word because it conjures up the vision of you walking in a room and having people shoving business cards in your faces or trying to sell you their latest product or sell Mm -hmm. you on their service. And I I can tell when I say the word networking or I tell people what I do, I can see their noses wrinkle just ever so slightly (laughs) like you. But what networking is, that's the term. That's why I had to put the word networker in the title of my book. Networking is about relationships first. It's about conversing, connecting. It's about giving first, helping other people, finding out what they want. You know, Zig Ziglar made that famous statement, the way to get what you want is to help people get what they want. And networking should not be transactional or shallow. And I think that's what makes it distasteful to to people. I agree. So oh, if you have the yeah. term networking in your head or your boss, let's say you're working in a sales job and your boss wants you to go out and network to make some sales, call, have him call me and I'll set him straight. <laughs> because anything <laughs> is not sales. It's, it's being out there in it's being visible and it's building, rela- it's building relationships, it's building your image and your brand and getting to the point where people go, I want to know Cheryl. She is such... She's so generous. She's so interesting. She's so caring. She listens. You know, Aww, that's thanks. the kind of rep, reputation. Well, it's true about right. you. I'm making that up. But that's <laughs> what you want people to say. You don't want people to see you coming in the door and, and just take off in the other direction. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And and I and I find that there are a number of, like you described, people shoving business cards, you know, down your throat kind of thing and and it's like oh mm-hmm. yeah and that's just not a good way to build a relationship i want you know if i'm asking for your business card it's because i want to know i want to be able to get you get in touch with you again i want to connect with you again maybe not just for right. my service but maybe it was i liked you you know kind of thing i just yeah. i need to know how to reach you later um Sometimes or i, I didn't get your name yeah Mm-hmm. I, I like this person. I like this person. And the more I get to know them and what they do, the more I want to help them, the more I want to refer them. I mean, I like, right. for example, I have a, a hairdresser that I absolutely love and have been going to for 15 years. And the lady in my at my gym asked me who does my hair. I told her and I've connected them and they're, she's going to start, she's going to give him a try okay. because I, I love him. I love him as a mm-hmm. person, not just how he does my hair. I love him as a person. <laughs> and that's important. Remember that it's about people yeah. it's not about just business yeah exactly yeah because it's it's not yeah like it's not just the trans back to the transaction thing you, you know mm-hmm. it's how you feel when you're doing business with that individual or that company you know how do they make you feel is that someone you're going yeah. to refer if they don't make you feel good you're not going to refer them you know absolutely yeah, kind of thing. There's so much to it. There's so much to it, and it won't happen in just one event. Like we probably know both know people, and I, I think we're going to get to this here in a minute based on the questions you sent me in advance. <laughs> but 
people that kind of skip around and go to different events and, and then say, I got nothing out of any of those. Well, of course you didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't build any relationships. You didn't show up more than once. Right, exactly. Well, and, you know, there's, uh, you know, when I think of networking, I think of, well, actually, I can't even really remember all the places I used to go, but I remember being going to chamber events, breakfast events, and breakfast events were my favorite because it was usually a smaller crowd. And the other thing was I used to be part of multiple chambers, and what I found was the Hispanic chamber in our community was the one that fit for me, even though I'm not Hispanic. It's Hispanic and small mm-hmm. business. And so that's where I felt like I fit in the best, you know, because I am a small business. When I went to the greater chamber, the greater chamber was filled with the larger companies, the the big, mm-hmm. big, you know, the big names, the big Fortune 100 and 500 and that kind of thing. And, and I really wasn't, they weren't really my market or my people and who they sent oftentimes wasn't always mm-hmm. ideal, you know what I mean, or whoever decided to come, oh. which shouldn't they sent. But what are some yeah, other places or venues that you've had success? Well, I think you make a really good point there in that you have to kind of experiment. And depending on where you are with your business, who you're wanting to meet, whether it's personality mm-hmm. you're looking for or biz- type of business or type of um, position, you know, what, what jobs do they hold or how big is their company? I think that's a really important point. So I want to just highlight yeah. what you said a minute ago. But, yes, how, how do you figure out where you're supposed to go? Boy, that that is a really interesting question because you mentioned in an earlier exchange that you have something like 300 different events oh, that a person yeah. could go to. And a I think week. where I live, <laughs> my city is the same way. I mean, you could be, you mm-hmm. could get up at five in the morning and start networking and never quit until, mm-hmm. you know, the sun goes down and then some. Um, so how do you choose? Um, here's some, here's some ideas for that. Um, I think really look at what crowd does this particular group attract? And if you can't tell by looking at their website or their, the invitation or the announcement, if there's a phone number or an email, call or ask. I mean, who typically shows up? I mean, I'm really looking for an event that fits me. I, I want to be doing business with this group, this group, this group, or I want to hang out with people who like books or like, you know, do you have good speakers? I mean, it's okay, I think it's okay to contact and ask Mm-hmm. What are your events like? I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, if you feel like that's not your thing to do that, then make your best guess or ask your your friends who are mm-hmm. in a similar business to you, are looking for similar things. Where do you go? What's your favorite group? Um, and you can start to get some hints. And then some of it is just trial and error. When you show up, is the meeting well run? Um, are the people there open and kind and do you feel welcome and do they have if a speaker or a program is important to you are you enjoying do you enjoy the speaker that they brought in is this does it feel good to you does it you know you said these are my, I can tell these are my people and sometimes mm-hmm. they're just your people because you like them which is there's nothing wrong with that because you don't know who they know and who could they could refer right. to you so you know, everybody, one of the things is everybody who is walking around, imagine this invisible universe around them, you know, kind of like an atom um, with, you know, all these, you know, electrons and protons and, and things <laughs> that are floating around. Every, everybody has their own network that mm-hmm. is a resource to you if you can make that relationship um, and, and make it positive so that there's right. a, another way. 
So I, and, no, and, I've been finding lately that, you know, I, I rejoined a networking group here in town. I'm getting back used to it, how to do it so that it doesn't wear me out because I'm an ambivert. I'm a little bit introvert, a little bit extrovert. <laughs> um, and I, my, my goal is to always meet at least two people that I would really like to have coffee with and get to know better. So that's, and sometimes I walk away feeling like, oh, that was overwhelming. I love going to book, um, book launches. I have certain friends that when they put on a little party or a gathering, I am going to block off everything I have and get there because I know that they know good people. Mm. So it starts to get more strategic beyond just networking events per se. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, networking events really... Oh, I'm I was sorry. just going to say networking can networking can happen anywhere. It really can. Well, That's also just like point. your hairstylist and you know kind of thing yeah. and referring your hairstylist. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I've had that happen locker as well. Locker room conversation. Yeah. Locker room conversation. <laughs> um, you know, you know, I've seen the thing on social media that says, you know, a, a bunch of women in a restroom together can do more networking than any men can. Because <laughs> of the invite, we're all doing our lips and. <laughs> fixing our hair and trying to support each other and, you know, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, who does your hair? And then all of a sudden you're talking about, oh, you're talking about seven other subjects and then, you know, <laughs> your, your spouse or boyfriend wonders what's going on, where have you been? Oh, I've been networking in the bathroom. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you when you end up talking with somebody and all of a sudden, like, you're sharing all this detail about whatever, you know, it's like it goes from, oh, that's a really gorgeous dress or whatever, you look beautiful today, and they go, oh, thank you, and da-da, and then all of a sudden it just morphs into this conversation and you never learn their name. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and that's just, you know, what are you putting out into the universe, good or something mm-hmm. else? Um, and, yeah, sometimes yeah. you will get, something from a a stranger and it's the most important information you'll get all week. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about the being there. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and you know, as I was um, revisiting your book and I love your book, by the way, it's, it's so, it's so applicable and it's so reflective and so helpful. So guys, you need to buy, you need to buy that book. Um, So in the book though, you talked about the 80, 20 rule and could you tell me about how the, I mean, I know the Pareto principle, the 80, 20 rule, Mm -hmm. the, you get 80% of your whatever from 20% of the effort, right? So that's, one way it's been applied but tell me about tell me more about that and how it applies to networking okay well it's it's like anything else you get 80% of your value and value let's just say that that doesn't necessarily mean paying business it can mean great ideas it can mean support mm-hmm. it can mean you just like the person and you feel energized after you've talked to them mm. they know things you don't know but need to know at this time so, and this is something I usually do in my workshops or in my presentations. I tell people to think about your very favorite people in your network. And, you know, this, I don't expect people to go into their contacts and count how many they have and see what 20% is. I mean, just, we don't have to go into that. But think about the people who right now for you are the most valuable, the most likable, energizing your best clients, um, people you like to do business with, people you like to refer, and make a list of what their traits are. I mean, Mm. think about what are their characteristics. Are they, oh, they're fun, they're knowledgeable, they're reliable, they're 
et cetera, et cetera. And you can come up with this long list and just leave it on your desk or on your kitchen table and just keep adding to it and use that as a measuring stick against all the people you know. Like maybe go on LinkedIn or in your database and just flip through it and see, oh my gosh, Bob Smith, he embodies all of these things. Okay, so you know what Mm -hmm. you need to do, especially if you haven't talked to Bob Smith in a long time, shoot him a little email or pick up the phone and call him and just for for no reason other than to say, Bob, haven't seen you in a long time. I miss you. What's new in your world? You might just get their voicemail and so leave a nice message. Just say, I was just thinking of you. I just love doing business with you. I just want to say hi. That's it. If you don't have to ask them to coffee. You could, but there's no obligation. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to sell them anything. You're just saying hello. Do that once a day to some to people that you know on your list meet the characteristics you're looking for and watch what happens. I'm gonna tell you, I'm not, I haven't really been doing any business development because I've been working on my book. Mm-hmm. Two of my blogs and two random calls have led to um, just following up with someone that I talked to last year. I may have two really nice speaking engagements because nice. of that, and that That's was awesome. not my intent. My intent was just to put something happy and good and friendly out there. And mm-hmm. so few people do it. I mean, very few people do it. It's a, it's a, it's a percentage of a percentage of the number of people who, who do this. And th- you'll get results. You'll get results. And even if you have to kind of forget about the results, but you'll get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't, they don't always come them. immediately, right? I mean, right, they come right, right. when they come. Yeah, and it, exactly. So, right. so what I hear you saying is you're planting – what a brilliant idea. Talk about you never – you know, <laughs> you don't have to put high heels on and pantyhose to go – guys, you don't have to either. But um, to, go, to network, because this is just one form of networking I never even thought of, you know, in terms of, yeah. like, you know, just saying hi to somebody. That's not unusual for me to do, but I've not done it as a strategy, you know, um, yeah. and of course I'm not going to do it if, I, if it doesn't feel right, but it's got to be authentic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's, it's like, that's planting the seed. Maybe they haven't, you haven't crossed their mind in a long time and they haven't, mm-hmm. they have a need or they have a, what a, you know, whatever, that something that you have to offer. And they, oh my gosh, I forgot that. So, you know, Patty does such and such or Cheryl it does such and works. such or, it sparks mm-hmm. something. It sparks something, yeah. I, you know, not to get super woo-woo, but, you know, you know, I can be very woo-woo when I want to be. But not just, <laughs> when you do this, it's amazing. You may get results from those people, but you also may just get it from randomly nowhere because somehow someone is seeing that you care enough to show up and put something nice out into the world, and that's your reward. So often what happens, if I start picking up the phone and just checking in with people and saying, like, for example, our, our mutual friend, you probably know Lauren from the, the conference that we've both spoken at. Um, mm-hmm. I, just reached, I just reached out to her randomly one day and just said, Lauren, how are you doing? That conference that you did, I think you did a great job. If I can help you ever again, I know you don't often use the same speakers two years in a row, but if I can help you on any level with putting together next year, I'm here. You know, I just wanted to give you a nice. pat on the back and hope you have a great week period. That's it. I don't want to sell her on anything. I just offered, you know, but mostly it just put out warm, friendly. I'm thinking about you. I I think a lot of you, I miss you. You know, if something comes up where we can work together, I'd love it. I think that'd be great. Or Mm -hmm. how can I help you? What's going on where I can help you? 
That's wonderful. Yeah. And and even if there's nothing she needs or there's, you know, from you at this point, she feels good that you reached out to her, you know. And yeah. and that yeah. was that's a stressful job. You know, just somebody caring that's outside mm-hmm. of her immediate mm-hmm. environment, I think is huge cuz half the time we're not nobody is appreciated enough, you know, in whatever job they're doing. Not even us, mm-hmm. but <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, we get applause and stuff like that, but that's only good for that moment. You know, sometimes we yeah. get people emailing us and saying, what you said really made a difference in our lives, and that oh, feels gosh. really awesome, you know. That can turn a day around. Haven't you had days where you feel like nothing oh. I do really matters to anybody and no one's <laughs> responding to my blog and no one's sharing my Twitter posts and someone calls and says, yes. you made, you changed my life. And it's like, oh, it's like the clouds part and the sun comes out. But I mean, that can work for anybody. The other thing I want to say about the 80-20 rule, and the reason why it's important is we don't have the time or the energy yeah. or the resources or the money to be best friends with everybody. And right. so this is sort of a way, like, who are the t- who who ranks as a twenty percenter for you? And you, I, I can I swear I can go down my list and go, nope, 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 nope. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, there's some, oh my gosh, I haven't talked to her in a while. And and your twenty percent can change depending on what you're working on. For example, I'm working on another book right now, and I'm very interested in people that either know a little bit about the subject matter, or might know resources or other authors that are working, you know, on their books and know who the, mm-hmm. the best editors and proofreaders are and all that sort of thing. Um, and then sometimes this is like, I just need to be around some fun people. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> yeah. I just need to go have coffee with someone who makes me laugh. You know, exactly. I just need some levity in my world right now because I'm getting, I'm working too hard. So I've yeah. got, a, so I've got an editor just, for you. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> just so, 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 just so 20, you know. The, Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. See, here we are, networking right here. So the 20% is just a way of, you know, f- focusing on what's mm-hmm. working for you. And then don't throw away the other 80%. Well, there's there's always a few people where it's like, yes, I can disconnect from this person, and I'd be totally happy never to see them ever again. <laughs> Sadly, that's, that can happen. But you're just going to put the other 80% on the back burner. You know, Absolutely. who knows? And what no, I hear you no. saying, you know, yeah, is is by identifying those key characteristics, those traits you mentioned, and figuring out kind of what they have in common, then it, it helps you hone in, especially even if you're meeting or when you're meeting new people, because you're like, oh, wow, this person really fits those characteristics. They might be yeah. a good fit for the long run. And then I hear you also saying, cultivate that relationship. You know, I can't drink that much coffee if I was going to do networking all day. You know, that's just a lot of coffee and I'm already a little mm. hyper. So, you know, but cultivating the relationship by sending little notes periodically, whether it be, you know, a lot of people don't use snail mail anymore. And I sometimes I, I get things in the mail. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how cool is this? Right. So they end up on the bulletin board or stuck to my computer mm-hmm. or on the wall. And, and they mean something a little more valuable than an email. You know, a voicemail, yeah. I think, is is really really valuable um it's not something that you you're not going to go back and listen to it two or three times an email you're likely to read it and delete it but gosh you send something in the mail a little card a little note a little anything and people can read it over and over again and you know i used to do little inspirational quotes on colored cardstock this is before like Mm -hmm. i had a colored Mm -hmm. printer i've been in business a long time and i would send them out and people would call me and say oh 
I needed to I needed to read that quote today. And then they would stick yeah. them on their wall and then they yeah. would later on believe it or not, that's how I got some business back in the day. Hey. So I mean, but you were putting good out into the world. You were you're mm-hmm. bothering to get in touch. You're putting something good, something, something that had a good shelf life for them, and it was something beyond the typical. You know, like like some sometimes you network and you give out a business card, and all of a sudden you're subscribed to somebody's list. You right. know, like their their yeah. promotion list or their blog, and you know, like, I think oh, there's mixed for that. feelings about that, and and they yeah. consider that. Staying in touch. Oh, let's stay in touch. You know, here's our way to stay in touch. I want something a little more personal than that. Mm-hmm. And I think you know what's also really funny for me is I don't have a personal assistant. I don't. I do have a, a speakers bureau that occasionally will drum up some business for me. But I really love and I'm very proud of the fact that I answer my own phone. I answer my mm-hmm. own emails. I work my own sales. I want that connection. That's very important to me because it's what I talk about is I have to demonstrate that I walk my own talk. So sometimes I think people isolate themselves behind their email campaigns or their assistant or an agent or, you know, front desk person, whatever you want. And I, I, you know, and I, I learned this from my dad and my grandfather because I grew up in a family business and my, my dad would go out for coffee like three times a day. And I, and when I would work for him in the summers, I think, God, does he not ever stay in this office? Like, doesn't he ever do any work? And I'm thinking, what a slacker. I get what he was doing now. He would go up our little main street of our little town. He'd walk all the way up, all the way down, peek in on the, the, the free press newspaper uh, and stop at the bakery and get a coffee and a donut and see who was there. And uh, he just kept tabs on the business community and the community and, and he sold cars and, and had maintenance contracts. He did one conversation at a time. Wow. It started with my grandfather. Cool. My dad took it over and I get it now. I totally get That's what networking. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day, every day. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. I hope he was mm-hmm. drinking decaf. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh no, sadly no. No, he was a caffeine guy through and through, just like me. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for part one of our two-part series on networking. In part two, we'll continue the conversation with Patty. She'll talk about what to do once you've collected all those business cards. And she's also going to talk with us about what you need to know and do to get the best results from your efforts. If you'd like to connect with Patty, please feel free to do so via email. You can reach her at patty, P-A-T-T-I, at intentionalnetworker.com. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach me at Cheryl, C-H-E-R-Y-L, at simplythebestresults.com. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.